Hey y'all, it's Vic again. You are listening to another episode of the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai. First things first, we want to say thank you to all of our new Patreon subscribers, all our new patrons. We love y'all. Thank you for being up in here at the cookout. Um, we hope that y'all enjoy this episode. It's a lot, but we also have posted some resources to help with what's happening at the border with the Haitian refugees. So please look into that if you haven't already, but otherwise enjoy this episode. Three, two, one. Here we are. Oh. <laughs> no, I already, I already pressed it, but I just said. Oh, it again. okay. Hey guys. Hi guys. Oh my. Wait, actually, we should actually. I mean, we're gonna have a real intro. Anyways, I was gonna be like, we should have a real intro because we have all these I new friends on our Patreon. We, we haven't put. I, I thought we. No, we will. We will have. We will have a new. We'll have like our intro section. But I was like, oh, we should have start. But that'll just be one of us, you know, like. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Here we are. <laughs> this is what it, this is what it is. Starting from a place of chaos as usual. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Happy fucking Thursday, I guess. Is it happy? I don't. There's just so much happening, and I know there's so much happening. Thankfully, the sun did decide to come back out because it's been a. The weather has changed in Chicago. Okay. And it's I'm because not really the happy world about it. is getting worse. Okay, weather is following yeah. suit. Uh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's fair. We got a little sunshine today, but it was. It took me an hour to get home from rehearsal last night because oh, no. there was torrential downpours. The drive is twelve, oh, yeah. 12 minutes. It's a twelve-minute drive. It took me an hour. Oh, like no. the highway was flooding, and I was I was on the phone with. Uh, Max and I said, uh-huh. uh, "How do you drive through flood waters?" And he said, "You don't." And that's how right. my evening went. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. That's well, we're glad that you made it home safe. For sure, um, glad Absolutely. that you're you know sitting upright today. I know you've been putting your body through quite right. a bit the last few because you've decided. Uh, yeah, I've just dancer. been doing too much. God, you're a dancer. A dancer dances, huh? dancer dances yeah i keep having this um <laughs> this thought in my head because like you know yesterday was the first day of fall all that stuff mm-hmm. um if you don't watch rupaul's drag race you need to go to their instagram because they posted a clip of um of Ca- candy muse okay. <laughs> talking about how like someone's like oh i feel like like, you know, turn a new leaf, like whatever, like, you know, new it's a brand new day. And Candy's like, turn a new leaf, what does that mean? And they're like, What what do you mean? What does it mean? Like <laughs> it means, you know, you turn like a new growth, if like a starting dog. a new leaf. Like all there's this. There's a dog in the backyard. That's not our dog. Oh excuse me. Someone's being in our yard. Hello? Now Simba's growling. Uh-uh. Right, I'm like, don't go out there. I mean, it's a beagle. I don't think the beagle going to attack this. I mean, true, but I don't know. I don't... Dorky poo. True, I mean. Okay, okay. there is a, should I, say, should I contact someone? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I never, never have I ever had a dog, so I don't really know how to. Go back to your eternal new leaf story. I'm so sorry. Anyways, they talk about candy like candy girl. You don't know what that means. And she goes, well, but if you turn a leaf over, it's the same leaf. <laughs> they're like candy. No. no. They're like, wait, 
you got a point. But anyways, that's just like what I've been thinking about with like the seasons. Like you can look at it like, wow, brand new leaf. Or you can look, look at it like, but this is the same, same leaf. Same leaf, different day, bitch. Right. It's the same leaf. It's truly. Ain't nothing new. That's what, how I've been feeling this week. You know, the news has, as usual, looked absolutely abhorrent. What's happening to mm-hmm. the Haitian migrants in Del Rio, Texas right now is disgusting. And if you have not already familiarized yourself with um, the resources that we've provided here, please follow the Haitian Bridge Alliance on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They are on the ground um, trying to assist those who are trying to get across the border so that they can be safe, protected, sheltered, and provide um, right. for their families and for their children. And right now they're separating children from their families. Families are being separated from one another and individuals are being... Yeah, so it's there's a humanitarian crisis at the border right now in Del Rio, Texas, and the Haitian Bridge Alliance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is trying to raise funds so that they can help shelter, feed, clothe, uh, and transport and reconnect these families that are being racially attacked at this border. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's nothing else that we can call it. Mm-hmm. There are cowboys on horses with whips, right? Grabbing black men at the neck, right? Like what what else do we call that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, and let me be very specific. It's white cowboys mm-hmm. on horses. Yeah. All right. Um, we have posted some resources on our Instagram page about what you can do. How can you apply pressure? How can you engage? There are plenty of in-person actions happening around the country. So if there's one near you, please attend. Um, if you have the capacity to call your congressional representatives and say, hey, what's good? <laughs> do something that Mm -hmm. would also be fantastic and you can also call the white house switchboard hit uh potus and the vp up and the department of homeland security and ice and be like we can see what's happening dog and this ain't it stop it right now right especially if we can stop these expulsion and deportation flights that are sending people back um to haiti with little to nothing exactly Ooh, uh, so that's one of many things. Obviously, tragically, Gabby Petito's body was mm-hmm. found in Wyoming two mm-hmm. weeks after she'd gone missing and would really encourage some of our listeners to go to the readout by, um, I believe, Joy Reed is her name. Okay. But she is a correspondent on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. She had a really interesting conversation with, uh, I believe, Derricka is her name. Okay. Is it... Shoot, I have to I have to remember her name, Derricka Wilson Wilson. Okay. I wasn't about to fuck that up. Okay. Um, but she has a conversation with Derricka uh, Wilson, and they talk about missing white woman syndrome because, mm-hmm. as many of us know, as awareness was, I mean, Gabby Petito's name took over mm-hmm. the media in it the did. in the last week. And I really hope that her family gets the justice they deserve. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have found her fiance yet. I don't. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Mm-hmm. There are no words for the level of disgust I have for this this situation, this right. circumstance, mm-hmm. especially watching the video of her talking to the police officers and seeing her look so 
clearly afraid of like for her life fearing for her life Mm -hmm. and her safety but also trying to protect her partner yeah um and so it's very tragic the way this has ended but i Mm -hmm. do hope that they receive the justice they deserve there are over 700 black brown and indigenous women and children and other folks that have gone missing in that same area Mm -hmm. within the last decade right quite a few i believe well over 20 that have gone missing within the last few months Mm -hmm. and that's gone unreported right Mm -hmm. and so i i think you know gwen eiffel a, a, a former pbs correspondent had coined the term missing white woman syndrome but there's a conversation about when a white woman does go missing, mm-hmm. what happens to society? What mm-hmm. happens to a culture? Everyone kind of gathers around to be like, how do we, how do we find her? How do we right. bring her home? How do we protect right. her space? How do we uplift and honor her name? Mm-hmm. And when black and brown bodies go missing, there's usually a justification for where, why they've gone, mm-hmm. an assumption that they've gotten themselves into the situation, or there's no talk, no pursuing it at all. Right. Uh, which brings me to Jelani Day, who is currently missing, um, and the criminal justice system, law enforcement, they're doing nothing to help the family find him. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. So mm-hmm. all of that to say there's a lot going on this week, mm-hmm. which uh, is, is a lot to handle, especially when we're holding space in a podcast like yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Um but could not get into a recap without acknowledging that's where we're at and that's what we've been focusing on this week. Yeah, absolutely. It's been pretty heavy. So, yeah, like like we always say, like, be sure that you're doing what you can to protect your peace, to, you know, you know, let yourself feel whatever feelings and emotions that you're in at the moment and not rush through those because um, that's super mm-hmm. important. Um. And hopefully and... for our listeners of color, you mm-hmm. know, we see, obviously, we, we share the experience of carrying, like, that burden um, of, of seeing the world say openly, we don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Um, know that we see you. Uh-huh. We feel it. We're tired. We're feeling heavy. Um, protect your peace, like Victoria said, um, and know that you are not, you're not alone in this. And for those who do not identify as black or brown that listen to this podcast, we challenge you to engage where you can, um, be informed, and and do what you can to help raise um, underrepresented voices. Because they're there, they're speaking, they just don't have an audience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Whew. Yeah. Um. Hopefully we can offer the black folks some levity this week, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. There's really no easy way to transition into this. So it's not. Here we uh-uh. go. Just know that this episode <laughs> is for our black and brown folks that's listening. We love our white friends that are here with us. Yeah. But we are trying to have a little dose of joy for the people who are constantly, consistently being, you know barraged what is the word i don't know Mm. ambushed with traumatic news right Um, so let's let's recap the bachelor in paradise the bachelor in paradise um yeah so essentially (laughs) i don't really care to talk too much about this first 
10 minutes of the episode because I'm like, I don't. First of all, I said this last week. I'm like, Kendall, when Joe, when Kendall showed up to Paradise and was like, wanted to talk to Joe, wanting to get closure or whatever, essentially, essentially Kendall came back to Paradise to win Joe over, win Joe back. And when that didn't happen, I assumed Kendall would have gone home. But she did not, and and Ivan Me gave too. her a rose, and everybody was confused why Ivan had given Kendall a rose. Apparently, mm-hmm. we saw them kissing. I still have not yet to see that because I, I guess I can't pay I enough attention. I was just confused because I was just like, huh? It don't make no. She should have went. So I, it just didn't make any sense why she was still there. So the fact that we had to go through this whole 10, 15 minute opening sequence dramedy, I was like. Oh my god! Like this is too much. Like, we're... especially to like take into account, there was so much added in, added in voiceover. There was so yeah. much freaking biting. Like, yeah. you could hear it. Yeah. Um, and it's like you're really working to put something together here and wasting our time. Right. right? And it was like, yeah, Joe wasting really our... and using Ivan as a prop so that they can ensure that Joe uh, gets a storyline. Right. Yeah. Huh? It was just very much. It. It was just, yeah, I, di- I didn't like it. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't. I also felt like Kendall was in a way like not smart, dumb for sticking around, you know, like if well, you should have just went home. Okay. If you if you knew that you weren't over him, if you can't like I, I don't believe that Kendall came to paradise to find love. I believe that she mm. came to paradise to get back with Joe. So you can't okay. switch your mindset that quickly of like having one conversation of like, I'm about to win this man back. And then he's like, psych, I'm here with Serena. Um, and then go to like, oh, well, I guess who else is here? No, that you that doesn't switch that quickly. So then now you were automatically setting yourself up for another heartbreak. And that's what happened because you unfortunately he wasn't feeling you no more the way he was feeling Serena. And I also, I think my question was, because I didn't really question Kendall's intelligence, right? Mm. I, and I think specifically, I, I probably have been in a situation similar uh, where I did really hope that a guy was going to choose me if I stuck around long enough. I sure. ain't bring nobody into the mess. And then sure. like, oh, like, yeah. I'll just mess with you while I wait for him. I ain't do that. Yeah. Um, but I also had a curiosity about what the conversation Kendall had with producers before coming onto the show. Mm-hmm. Because they had to propagate it and leverage it to her interest in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Uh, be it, you know, maybe they called her with a few days notice to be like, yo, you know, we're early on in our days of paradise and it seems like Joe still is struggling to be here because he holds so many memories of this space sure. with you. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did that because that right. was something they had at the beginning of the season, right? Absolutely, yeah. With Kendall thinking fully, I have a chance. Yeah. If I come on this this show, yeah. the producers have essentially offered me this pitch or this promise that Joe is stating that he has some sort of interest in me or maybe he's not over me, that there might be something there. Yeah. Otherwise, I think, you know, she might have found a way to try and reconnect with him before he got to paradise. That that was also, that was also well my question. Right. That was also my question, because I'm like, if she wanted to get back with him, why did she wait until paradise to do it? Like she had access to him 
before. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why wait until now when, when you run the risk of knowing that he could be in a relationship? Yes. I don't know. It all just didn't make sense That's to me. That's why I just, I wanted to like bring into question like why and how Kendall may have gotten there. Yeah. And who may have been making it so that Kendall could stick around. Um, because, hey, <laughs> they needed a little, they needed a storyline for our dude Joe and they need to, you know, amplify it and, and make it as juicy as possible. Right. Um, even as he's, you know, developing these feelings for, for Serena. Mm -hmm. Do I hate that Ivan had to kind of be caught in the crossfire of it? Yes. Yeah. I really do. Cause nobody, <sighs> I don't know, but, but take. I kind of feel like, I don't know. Like I kind of feel like, I mean, I could tell from not being on the beach and not, actually being in the presence of these people that Kendall was not over Joe. So yeah, I'm like, so sure. I, I feel like me personally, if I was interested in, in Kendall, I mean, maybe Evan's like, well, if she like Joe, she really gonna like me. Like maybe he thought like, Oh, I, like I could, I could work this so that like, she really falls in love with me. Maybe. But I'm like, it's a, I don't, it doesn't seem like the smartest decision to pursue a relationship with someone who is clearly super invested in someone else at the moment, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I want, I don't, I mean, I don't know Ivan right. personally. And I do feel for him that he keeps getting caught in, yeah. like, in these relationships with the, uh, with women who very clearly end up interested, like interested in someone else. Yeah. But it reminds me of that, excuse me, that literary image of the black brute who is like considered like super helpless, not as intelligent, can't figure out who actually cares, mm -hmm. cares for him that they're using as a means to like tell this white love story. Sure. You know, or the, you know, this interracial love story, but sure. right, we're focusing on Joe in Joe and Serena's relationship. Yeah. We're not giving Serena much space. Yeah. Um, say for like, are you falling in love with him? You know, we're it's, it seems so specific to watch Ivan have to sit there and, you know, try to console Kendall and her. Obviously, yes, it's awkward for sure. That was a really cringy moment. <laughs> yeah. But him be like, hey, come here. Just trying to console her. And I'm like, no, no, it's it's awkward right now. It's She's so clearly not interested in you. Yeah. Which makes me immediately think about the fact that she's using him, mm -hmm. using his body, using him as a prop, as a means to potentially make Joe jealous. Right keeping him around just long enough. And mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like that. I don't want to see black men use. Right. No, like I, that. yeah, I completely agree. But I also feel like Ivan, like, not like you should have known better, but like, in a way it's like, I think that I mean, he, he should have known. Yeah. Like he, he should, I think he should have, he should have been more privy to that prior to getting okay. involved. I mean, I get that. He's like, I mean, not like, I mean, he is, I have to stay around. I have to, you know, be here to get a rose and like Kendall is my best option right now. Sure. I get that. But it's also like, uh, I don't know. Like, did you really think this was going to work out? She came here in for Joe, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I don't for know. Sure. Yeah. And I don't think we really saw many conversations happening between them. So I would have yeah. been interested to see what that dynamic was for him to semi be invested if he was at all. 
Um, also, apparently, Ivan sh- sh- sent out a tweet. I was going to say shot out a tweet, and that sounded oh. weird. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Saying, whoever gets my first interview after Paradise ends is going to get some gold from me. And I, mm. um, Somebody sent it to me and was like, yo, uh, I think it was... Who sent? I can't remember, mm-hmm. but they were like, "Yo," and I was like, "Ivan, don't want to talk to us." However, <laughs> Ivan, baby, Ivan, you know you got some fans over here, um, and you know you got. I mean, I also be like giving him shit for sure. But if mm-hmm. you're trying to come talk, we're here. I would love, I would love to talk to your hopeless romantic behind. Yes. I really would. We would love to engage with you. I know you're not going to give it to us, but still. But still. Might as well. Shoot our shot. Um, so, Kendall's gone. Bye. Kendall's gone. She gone. Um, so then, you know, we get some new arrivals. We get some new arrivals. Some we new get that, arrivals. You know. That oh, slow-mo, so slow-mo beach run with Damar and Ed. Um, uh, Ed has a new neck. Ed has a new neck. We're so happy for him. <laughs> um, we really are, cause like, it was it was very interesting was to see them, the traps. Know, what are those called? His yeah, traps. traps. Yeah, he was just going a little too hard. He needed to ease up, disperse. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So he's got a neck. The, the physique is looking right. It's looking tight. Okay, they just okay, run Demar down the beach. Is also, Demar, Demar the, was looking sensational. The, the the not soul cycle cycling that he be doing be working. Um, do. So yeah, they here and of course we know. Love that Lil John is you know. Lil John is hitting his, his monologue. Okay, I love that he's doing this introduction. I really appreciate Lil John's presence here. Yeah. I would like Lil John to be here for the remainder of the right. season. Right, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. He's, he's, he learned his lines. He hit his lines. Um, I'm telling you right now, because we have, what, two more weeks, right? Yeah, I believe. So if we have two more weeks, like, there's no one else they announce coming in right. the host. I know it's that gonna we were be like, Wells. oh, it'll probably be somebody. No, I want Lil John to stay. It's going to, oh, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be, what's his name? Dane. Who? <laughs> as, who I said, Dane? as I said on my story. No, it's Dean. I just forgot the man's name. Who uh, is he? Dean and Kaylin. They going to come in. Anyways, okay. that's another story. Um, Whatever. Damar and Ed come Demar in. Damar and Ed come and- in. And apparently. apparently sta- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, apparently, Damar is who Marissa came for initially. Um, That's what I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to bring up Becca, you know, Uh our resident Bachelor Nation podcast host, giving Uh us the rundown, Uh says that, you know, Becca said, Marissa Marissa told Mm -hmm. Becca that uh, she's been, she was waiting for DeMar, and I'm like, well, when did they have that conversation? Because Becca came in pretty early oh so how you how you know i mean she came in early but not i don't think early enough for there still to be conversations about yeah who you were hoping to see on the beach i could see it i could i could see her being like i I came here i would expect the question yeah but i had questions i was like how you know that yeah i i could see her be like oh yeah i really came in here like looking for damar but like you know, now I'm with Riley. Right. I really like it. Yeah, okay. I could see that being a conversation. I, just, um, I was just like, did the producers feed you this information, Becca? Yeah, huh? I mean, because you host a podcast. Hmm? Right. That also could be the case. Um, 
But yeah, essentially, um, you know, Demar goes to talk to Chelsea first. Aaron's like yeah. feeling some type of way. They have a cute little conversation. He pulls Marissa. Riley's like, wait a minute, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Riley said he's not going down with a without He's a not fight. going down without like, a okay. fight. Cool. Okay. Uh, Ed pulls Natasha only. I mean, I'm sure he probably pulled other people too, but like, he, but we, don't we, we don't see it. We see Ed pull Natasha. And yeah, Marissa was straight up like, yeah, I came here for you. <laughs> But then he didn't choose her. I appreciate her. the honesty. He did not. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, um, yeah. He did not. Which I think and that she probably was like, I came here for you, but I'm really, like, we me just and Riley. See that part. Yeah, me and Riley is really, do, like, we're doing a thing. And, yeah. I think I think you're right. I was, I was really curious about that because the amount of conversation we really saw with Marissa and Damar, I was like, no. Because afterwards, when Damar chooses Chelsea, mm-hmm. Marissa's, all but sitting on Riley's lap. Right. <laughs> you right. Know what I exactly. Mean? So I do think there was more to that conversation yeah, that we did not absolutely. Uh, get to see. Mm-hmm. And I I was happy that, you know, Damar, you know, chose Chelsea. She yeah. was just in Arizona, my friends. Mm, she was just she in Arizona. She just got back from Arizona. Okay. I saw it was like a video of like folks in a dark club. And I was like, well, that's definitely Damar. And why the fuck else would you be in Scottsdale? Right. Okay. Mm. Okay. You're not hanging out with me and Victoria's friend, Bryce. Oh, well, I was like, who's in Arizona? Yeah. Um, interesting. That's tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's um, tea. And maybe they left with a really cool friendship. Yeah. I think they'd be a super cute couple. As they well. would be. Um, oop. Oh. Not yawning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, of course, Damar goes on the date with Chelsea and Natasha goes on the date with Ed, um, which everyone's excited about Natasha yeah. at first. And, you know, I was feeling a little bit like, mm, I don't know about Ed because last season I could not stand Ed. Like Ed was, was really getting on my last nerves because every time we saw him, he was fighting. He was throwing a fit. Picking some little man-child fight, and I was like, I can't deal with this. Um, so I'm thankful that Ed came in here, not only with a new neck, but a new attitude. We're so thankful. Wow. Wow. That was an incredible, incredible line, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you. A new work. New attitude. He's, like, very, like, chill. Just, like, go with the flow normal. Like, we love that for you. So... It's like new neck, new me. What's new up? neck, new you me. Know? Love that. Um, so yeah, they go on. They, they go on. What happened? Oh no, I am intrigued by who they continue to bring in for Natasha. Yeah, because I'm like I don't care what folks say at this point. Like you're they they have to keep Natasha around. She's one yeah. of their podcast hosts. She is a black, dark skinned woman. Right. Um, she did not deserve how she was treated. Right by you know brendan and and piper by proxy but she still does not seem into any of the guys no she doesn't for her so i'm wondering is she a part of the conversations did she send them a list of who she's into yeah um who she'd be interested in meeting and if so were dr joe and ed on her list or they were just like oh we're gonna call these these yeah interesting yeah no very i wonder who was on her list yeah because she doesn't seem i mean her and ed seem to have like a decent connection but it's not romantic some, they have like a but it, yeah friendship it's just like, oh let's hook up it's very like i was getting very much like like 
I even wrote down, like, Natasha's like, uh, I mean, this isn't going to be forever whatsoever, but I mean, I've been through so much on this beach, so like, I might as well kiss this man who's got a, who's got a nice body and nice eyes. Precisely, yeah. You know? Especially knowing, you <laughs> so, know, I know Natasha was very clear. She was like, things got really weird once I let J- Dr. Joe know that yeah. Brooklyn was who did me wrong, who did right. me dirty. Mm-hmm. And I know Dr. Joe was like, I mean, I'd still be interested in pursuing that potential. It's like, love, I love you, Dr. Joe. I do. But you know that would be weird. Right. Yeah. You know it would be strange. You know it would be odd and unless, and I would love to see this because I do think Dr. Joe is fully capable of doing this, unless you are willing to challenge your friend and critique him on his behavior mm-hmm. and the ways in which he has perpetuated racism and colorism. There's nothing for you there with Natasha. That's right. That's not something you can work through. Your best friend is just a little racist and colorist. No, 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 no. Especially not with it coming out that Brendan said verbatim. He only likes black women that look like Marissa and Deandra. Mm -hmm. No, that's not something we can work through. My friend. Right. That's your homie. That's your homie. Stay with your homie. Go Mm -hmm. ahead. Be great. Exactly. So, I I appreciated watching Natasha get her yeah get her rocks off with right her. I, I yeah it looked fun I wasn't mad at it I was like go ahead girl like I mean yeah it's fun for the moment do what you got to do it would have been nice to see more of Chelsea and Demar that would have been nice their, their date but I yeah. understand that they're prioritizing Natasha because yeah because uh, storyline mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely. Uh, and it's not even that, and it's not that I understand it, and I think it's right. It's just like, no, this franchise just does not actually care about Chelsea having a potential love story or Demar having a potential love story. Right? Like y'all don't actually want to show this. Right? They right? didn't. You want to show the thing that helps connect the dots for the remainder of the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Noah and Abigail have a cute little moment with Hammock and Margs, which was like, okay, He had cute. so many chains on. Oh, I didn't notice, LOL. He had like five different necklaces on, and I was like, what's happening, Big Daddy Herb? What's oh, going on? Too many chains. Okay, no, reel it in, reel it in. Um, yeah, so that's precious. We didn't really see too much of that, but great there you hear him you know essentially saying you know i have not said that i'm falling in love with abigail yet but i would really love to go on a date with her where i could like have a very intimate setting Mm -hmm. with her maybe to express that and then a date card comes up uh via riley and it is kenny and kenny and mari precious joe is sleeping date joe is sleep yeah this is the part where joe is sleeping (laughs) Joe's sleeping. Everyone is on that bed as they're getting that date card. Everyone's talking about it. And Joe is just knocked out. Could not be bothered, which is very on brand for him, I think. Um, But that was hilarious. Please, if you haven't. As everyone. Yeah, go back and watch it. Go back and watch it because it's quite hilarious. And you know that they kept that wide shot for a reason. Like they could have they could have zoomed in so you wouldn't see him sleeping, but he's sleeping. Um, so I was intrigued to see, like, uh, as everyone was celebrating Kenny and Mari getting mm-hmm. the date, mm-hmm. um, the subtle shade that Marissa threw, Riley was like, well, oh. you know, I think the date's going to be super intimate for them because Kenny's just 
so so open and, mm. and you know closeless and i was like okay marissa look just tell riley that right. you need him to open up yeah like, don't do this yeah she <laughs> yeah because i saw her true. say that and like her arm is around riley and i see riley like kind of look at her like what does that mean right what you talking about open oh Nigga, what <laughs> yeah no that's that's real that's hilarious um, um oh yeah their date okay i am over the Kenny naked narrative. I'm over okay. it. We have seen it enough. And I do not mind objectifying a white body for once. I'm okay sure. with that. I'm I'm okay with that. I just feel like it's time like it's his it's like intro you, package. You have three times for the joke and the fourth time it's done. His, right, his intro package, his you know, date with Tia, his like it's like the man can't go on a date without being naked and like there are people on the beach who have just as nice as bodies as Kenny so like whatever anyways anyways I'm just like but no I get what you're saying I don't mind objectifying sure um yes I would just prefer like okay yeah this 40 year old white dude he got abs okay mm -hmm. go for it go forth be great you know, thank you for not making the women undress themselves unless right. they openly state that they feel comfortable with doing so, like Mari said. Right. Um, do not, I, I mean, they've been doing this, but do not continue to over-sexualize and objectify the bodies of black men if you're not going to allow them to exist as fully fleshed out human beings on the show. Um, same for, I, you know, I would say the same storyline would go for Thomas. It's like, stop objectifying him for what yeah. he looks like. And like, can we get to know the person? Right. Thank you. Make room for that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't mind seeing this happen to Kenny. Cause I'm just like, eh, okay, at least it's this white boy. Shit. Sure. Absolutely. I get that. But yeah, I could not, I was, um, I mean, the date was sure fine. I can't once again. I can't. I can't do it with the dairy. It's it's as soon as they started dripping that sour you don't cream. Want to be, you don't want to be oh, doused in sour cream. Absolutely not. Honestly, I have not had sour cream since probably the year like 2011. Oh my wow. god, that's like 10 years. Wait, not 2011. 2015, probably. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's still six years. Yeah. So, but I just can't, I can't with, I can't with that, with all the dairy dripping all over and then like the eating and then the kissing with the food in the mouth and like, yeah, I, I mean, shit, can't. they definitely are giving, I'm in love with you, baby. Yeah. I'm in love. Yeah. Um, not my fave date to watch. No, not my fave. I will say I appreciated seeing the chef. Uh huh. Um, you know, being able to hear Mari speak in Spanish, yeah, to the chef and, right. and them um, not have you know essentially a white woman come on, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and be like, we're gonna be eating tacos yeah. today, guys. Yeah, was really really cool, especially knowing like you're filming the show in, in Mexico. Mexico, right? You are making money off of this resort and the people who work there on their land. Yeah. It's nice that you gave space for somebody from that culture that could actually host this date. Definitely mm -hmm. felt sorry that she had to watch all of that. She Shit. did. When, right. When Mari's titties came out, I was like, wait, 
Because I was looking I was for like, the little bikinis, but there was no little bikini thing. Some, you know, maybe she had she some had pasties like, or pasties? something. Yes. Maybe. I thought maybe some pasties on yeah. and like a thong or something. Yeah. Because I was like. Was, I don't think she had a thong on though because I saw them hips. Yeah. I was like, oh, she just out here with her titties with this lady. Um, but it's like, you're not putting, I, I would not let anyone put salsa anywhere near my vagina. Oh, absolutely not. No. Like, excuse not. me. Absolutely just not. a little just a little bit of cilantro or jalapeno juice get down no, there. No, 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 no. Hard pass, hard pass. Um but, uh, uh, but Kenny yeah, it, was, it was nice to see that, that No, it definitely it off. definitely was. It definitely I did appreciate that as well. Um mm-hmm. Kenny did say one thing that I was like, sir, what? Um he said she, she creep behind closed door. No, because I mean sure, like great. Great, good for her. Good for them. No, he said she looks as good as she's looked so far. I said, what? <laughs> he said she looks yeah, she looks I just think, about as good as she's looked so far. What? I think he's. I think he, what he was going for is like, I've never seen Mari have a bad day. Okay, she looks sure. just as good as any other day. All right, she's fine. She's hot. Yeah. She's sexy. Yeah, she got my juice, but that sentence made absolutely no. Sense. It made absolutely no, and it was, and it's like this, and I feel like that's the thing that I am like learning about Kenny with as I'm watching this season. As I'm like, this man don't know how to express his feelings whatsoever. I'm not surprised that he is 40 and single, um, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's precious to see him try to work through that and fail a lot of the time like this time he says she looks about as good as she has looked so far yeah i'll be like listen i like you know he he told me he already excited to eat me i was like what right right we're saying right exactly exactly the pastor's wives that watch this show are screaming baby they're screaming yeah yeah absolutely it was just so i was like that was one of those moments where i'll be like oh babe like i know what you're going for that wasn't it but thank you i i get the sentiment yeah he tried he tried um I, I, and also Kenny was like, I have no idea what they're, they're saying. I was like, well, you better get ready to learn, baby. You bet. Because the moment Mari takes you home, they are not going to be speaking English for you. Well, maybe they will. I don't know Mari's family. Yeah. Um, but it was, I just, I think there's a, a true sign of comfort within a relationship where you feel that you can be a, you are bilingual mm-hmm. or you just have a different culture. Um, especially interracial relationships where you don't mind being yourself in your culture fully yeah. with your partner around. Right. Yeah. Like that's powerful, mm-hmm. I, I believe. And that's a, that's a sign of trust. Yeah. Um, and so being able to see Mari just kind of be a human um, and have fun and be sexy and yeah, openly say that she consents to this, this, yeah. this, um, Cause I was like, there's no fucking intimacy court coordinator on set. There's not. No. Mm-mm. And I'm sure they didn't limit how many people were on set. Hopefully they oh, did. Oh, right. I would not yeah. be surprised if they didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, it could be super uncomfortable mm-hmm. and make somebody feel very vulnerable. And I think Mari was very open to that. Um, and was able to say that she was comfortable doing that. And right. that is what I, I think we like to see that we don't get to see often. Yeah. No, absolutely. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Later on, um, 
their their date they finally get to talk more about their feelings that's that's more what i see kenny like really trying and like struggling yeah. but you could see that he's you could see like when he says like i've never felt this way you i believe him like i believe him because i'm like oh you yeah, dad no you're really you really have no idea how to vocalize what you're feeling and sure. that's like cool to see from the boy band manager with tattoos from chicago who's always naked yeah you know i think so, yeah. i think you're right because it, it he's no longer a jester he's no mm -hmm. longer a joke yeah um right they're allowing him the space to kind of discover and explore what he's actually feeling mm -hmm. and i think watching kenny and mari and same for marissa and riley that happens later on it made me realize that i think this show would work fine without having to contrive all of these storylines absolutely it would just like it would it would work just fine yeah it yeah. might even be more entertaining. Because mm -hmm. that's honestly like what, what you think about like the other shows that are successful right now, like Love Island, whatever, what have you. Like, I think that when I talk to people about Love Island specifically, they really like it because it is so real and so unscripted. And so like you could log on at any point in time and just look at what these people talking about. Like, like you and you're not you're never going to see a producer, you know, go up to them and be like, hey, how about you go do this? Or how about we, you know, it's very... Mm -hmm. like let, these people are nuanced humans like let's just let them be that and see how that, that unfolds as opposed to you know contriving these storylines and creating this drama that end up perpetuating a whole bunch of fucking harm against yeah the people that they bring onto the show 100 percent, 100 percent. i don't know just some food for thought for um <laughs> As we continue to engage and try and think critically about what is right. mindless television. Right, right, right. Was watching this with me and was like, isn't this supposed to be reality television? And I was like, what is reality? Hmm? <laughs> exactly. And what is reality television? He right. was like, mm, you're right. Yeah, mm, you right, touché. you right. Touche. Uh, okay. Um, James in the box. Oh yeah, did James. You, did you James Box did an art project for Tia. It was kind of cute. Kinda cute. He did a little like stop sign for her because she lives in a one stop sign town. Stop sign. Stop light. Which um, is cute. I mean, that nigga is listening. He's listening. He made a little New York City skyline. Um, mm -hmm. Precious. He he was probably like, "Can I get he some was paint?" Like, I remember you said you're from Arkansas, and I was like, "Come on, remember it." Right. I also just think it's funny because the colors were like neon, and I just imagine him like being like, "Can I get some paint?" And then handing him, him those neon colors, and him being like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" <laughs> like, yeah, I'm painting yeah, a sure. stop sign, and you gave me pink, pink. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and then we get, you know, Tia saying, I just, I want to listen to that Yoni of mine. And right. My Yoni is saying I want Blake. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Sure. Uh, just, I, I have enjoyed, and I, I don't think I've really, James started getting on my nerves, mm -hmm. but I do wonder if James in the box just got caught in the collateral of being around drama and therefore engaging yeah. with it yeah um because like i enjoy watching his little bromance with aaron a. yeah a. Ron, even mm -hmm. though i'm ready for a a ron to hit the flow and yeah by hit the flow i mean go out, get out the door get i just think door. i just think that like maybe aaron and james just need like a reality show on mtv 
Like, yeah, maybe like, that's what they need. Like, like Vinny and Polly D. Yeah, I'm like, they just need something where they can just be dumb and no one's going to care. Like, But, like, we like them being dumb because it's, it's funnier to watch them just interact with each other than it is to watch them interact with these women. You know, like, and every time they interact with one of the women, we're just like, oh, it's not it. Like, it's not it. Yeah. Uh, but when they're interacting yeah. with each other, we're, we're like, no, there's a connection there. Like, you know, there's, it's like, that's where the connection lies. The so, real love story of this season is between James and A.A. Rock. It really like, is. It really is. I just am waiting um, for their little spinoff. That's what I, w- I would watch that. And I think James, you know, James in the box mm-hmm. has, and I saw they put under his name, bro in a box. And I was like, no, no, it's James box. It's just James box. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Um, nice try though. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But watching James kind of just exist on the island, mm-hmm. one in one in one sense, it reminds me of you really can just be a white man and go on this island and hang out. Yeah, you really can. Mm-hmm. All right, if you're hot, if you're hot, yeah, you know what I'm. There are air quotes around that. If you're conventionally conventionally yeah. attractive, you mm-hmm. can get by on mm-hmm. this island. R.I.P. Connor Falcon. Um, sweet, sweet boy. Uh. But getting to see him just kind of engage and make friends and talk to the gals, like, okay, so who's with who, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, how are couples going? Seeing him do that, I'm like, oh, this is actually fun. Like, you would be really cool to keep around just yeah. to, to be the homie. Yeah. Um, what I hope I, – I see you had a fun summer, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, but he's trying to win Tia over. He's trying, Yeah. Because he knows she's openly interested in Blake, and I don't know if it's gonna work out. But I do remember seeing in a preview somewhere James making out with a blonde-haired girl. Hmm. So maybe somebody else in is a coming. shower somewhere. In a shower. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. So maybe somebody's coming up. Where that was in a preview somewhere. I mean, I think that after we see this episode, I don't think that Blake is getting a rose from Tia. After you this think episode. so? Oh, okay. Dang. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, but I guess we'll get to that a little bit, even though I don't really have any notes on it because I was just more confused. Yeah, um, I was ready to go. Yeah. Riley yeah. and Marissa. Riley Let's and Marissa. Get into the meat of this actual episode. Right. Yeah, this was just I don't know. I mean, how did you feel about it? Because I thought overall, like, sure there's like some nuances and details that we can get into, but I thought overall, like it was a really beautiful conversation to watch unfold and like to see their relationship, I guess, just get to exist in, in its rea- in its reality and not like For sure. feel contrived in a way. Um, I think, yeah, I think what you're saying is exactly like we act like this is what we asked for last Right. Week. Yeah. You know, like, can we stop seeing them so over sexualized mm-hmm. and see them just talk? yeah with one another right um and instead of having it in a contrived setting such as you know n- nothing against the authenticity of kenny and mari's relationship yeah we got to see this even without all of the bells and whistles marissa was saying she felt like you know she needed more from riley and what i think yeah. was being identified actually is a difference in love languages sure absolutely uh, it seems that Riley is a man of service, mm-hmm. uh, a man who's action oriented. Yeah. And Marissa is somebody who values words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And she has said that. She has named that on the show. Yeah. And so being able to sit down and, and talk to your partner and be like, like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, I really like you. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, I didn't even see whether, I couldn't even tell if you were jealous when, when DeMar yeah. pulled me. Like, I almost went on a date, and it didn't seem like it really bothered you that much. Yeah. And Riley was like, hey, well, you know what? I, you probably would have never known because yeah. I wasn't about to tell you. Yeah. Maybe I would have told you later. Yeah, I think that he's he's realizing that... I think that she sees that his walls are up and I think Mm -hmm. that he's realizing not only does he have walls up, but that she is noticing that they're up. And because he cares about her, he's like, oh, damn. Well, then, yeah, like, let's break this down because I want you to know that I am here for you and that I do care for Mm -hmm. you. And if what I'm doing isn't showing that to you, then I need to make a change. And like, why, what, what's preventing me from making that, from doing that? X, Y, and Z, which is what he goes into about his family. Yeah. And I think what happens so like, this is what we're talking about where we're like, it would be great to watch a show that allows black love to exist. Mm -hmm. It would be great to watch a show that allows interracial love to exist. But if we don't have ourselves privy to the conversations that like any other straight, cis, white um, couple would be afforded, mm-hmm. then it's going to seem like it does not exist at all. Like yeah. that it's a fantasy or that we're asking for something too niche, too specific as, as mm-hmm. if it doesn't exist. Yeah. And part of me was just like, damn, it sucks that he has to kind of unfold his trauma. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, here, but like, this is what would happen in yeah. real life. Right. Instead yeah. of the show using his trauma, mm-hmm as a means to create a storyline or yeah. like, you know, Riley just has his walls up and he won't be able to take them down because he's from a broken home. Yeah. Um, like they did that to, did to, old, um, Matt James. What's the boys? Yeah. The homie Matt mm-hmm. James, mm-hmm. like they did to him. Our, our like, dancing with the stars, shining star. <laughs> dancing with the stars, shining star. Cause he gave it his all. And you know, it's a little awkward, but it's because he's linear and he's doing right. his best. He's doing his he's best. He's doing his best. And I thought, I really thought he did a great job. Yeah. He was dancing. He going to be, he going to make it far. I think he's going to make it to top three for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean the, just the history of the bachelor contestants have a strong history of going re- very far on the show. So. Absolutely. And I think that so many, especially now that Rachel and Matt are back together, mm-hmm. so many of Rachel's like, Oh them, yeah. Know. They're all going to be voting for Matt. Yes, I don't care absolutely. if they called him. I don't care if they called him an N-I-G-G-E-R with the hard R. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote for him just because right. they know he's associated with that girl. Yeah. And okay, fine. Yeah. As long as they're happy. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. Back to Riley and Marissa. Um, um. But yes, back yeah. to Riley and, and, and Marissa. I'm thinking of how he was talking about on Tasha's season. He changed his whole name. Yeah. He cut ties with He did. You know, You're so father. right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as Marissa was like, I feel like he's not opening up to me. I was like, oh, but there's there's history here. And I'm yeah. sure Marissa has like a little idea of it if she watched Tasha's yeah. season. Yeah. No, that's good. I've yeah. totally forgot about that. I appreciate you bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Of course. And and it's 
rooted in the truth of his experience and mm-hmm. it's also rooted in his trauma and i think marissa starts identifying that she has some truth in her own traumatic experiences as a black woman mm-hmm. uh, with body image issues mm-hmm. um that she might be fearful of letting her walls down if he's not giving her what she's hoping for and i know yeah. there's like always a question of okay but are we developing codependency or are we encouraging healthy communication patterns and i do think that this was an example uh unlike blake and tia Mm -hmm. (laughs) of some healthy communication power uh, patterns being developed yeah seeing this black man be so open and vulnerable and so caring towards his partner Mm -hmm. while also honoring his own pain and her being like hey it's okay i'm here talk to me I'm listening. Yeah. Um, seeing him. Oh, man. I did cry when he cried. Yeah. <laughs> did you mm-hmm. cry? You I don't cry. think I cried, but that's because I was okay. like, I don't know. I do. I, I was. So I was live reacting to this episode and I did not say anything. During, like, I did not pick up my phone during this whole conversation because I was so invested. Because you had to listen. You were yeah. invested. Yeah. So I don't think I cried, but I was just like, wow, like watching this unfold. Yeah. Also, and that's I, all we want. Like, can we see black people be black people? Right. Can we see black humans? Can we see Latinx humans? Yeah. Can we see Asian humans? Can we yeah. see indigenous humans on this show? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to say, I do think good job on this one and i don't think it was by the hand of the show the franchise or the producers but i appreciate it that they let us see it in full they did they really did which i greatly appreciated (laughs) absolutely bro said every morning when i wake up i'm so excited to see you yeah or i guess marissa said it first but Mm -hmm. He was talking about his Sunday mornings and like how he gonna cook. Yeah, he was, he was like, like, she don't know she I don't throw know down. I throw down. I was like, oh yeah, yes, that yeah. My dad used to always. My dad was always like Mr. Breakfast Man. Like would always. I mean, he worked during the weeks, but like on the weekends, on Sunday, when, yes. and my daddy up in the kitchen with them pancakes. Like, uh, still pancakes, to this day, eggs. Yeah, still to this day, he would be ashamed of my pancakes. Um, but like, Dang. but I just can't be making them right, but it's okay. They, they be tasting okay. They just don't be the right consistency. Um, but, um, yeah, he, anyways, that's what that reminded me of. I was like, yes, I see this, this version of Riley at, in the kitchen on a Sunday morning, Marissa, like reading, do whatever she do. Like it's, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm here for, it. I'm here for the relationship. I support it. And what you just identified is, I think, the crux of what a lot of people get confused when we talk about this show in general, is as viewers of the show, with people that get put on this show that look like us, mm-hmm. right, or get pro- proffered up to be like the example of blackness or yeah. our source of representation um, on this show, and this, I, I can't speak for other minorities, but mm-hmm. it's like, we just want to see ourselves or our own stories, our own yeah. experiences reflected in reality television. Right. Because there there are connections there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just want to see a little bit of our humanity in the, the stories that are being profited off of. Right. Yeah, we we Shout prefer out. we prefer to see a O'Reilly Marissa talk about their Sunday morning than we prefer to see a 
a Brendan, a white man passing over a dark skinned <laughs> black woman for a light skinned woman. Like we don't, we didn't Saying live that, that enough. No prospects. Yeah. Like, no, like that's sir. not, that's not what we're trying to relate to because society reminds us of that every single day. We know that we know, we know that you think I don't have any prospects. Bitch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's what the audience is, is looking for. And why, one of the reasons why I'm actually intrigued in a black, them identifying woman mm-hmm. being the executive producer of the show because I'm, I'm curious if she's giving clearance to what's airing at this point or if she's really going to start hmm. uh, if her role really starts because it was obviously announced recently but she's yeah. definitely been in talks for a minute um, in this overhaul in the last six months to a year to two years that they've been doing I wonder if her role in in this exists or or what yeah because um, we have to start redefining how we tell tell black stories or at least tell stories with black people mm-hmm. um and once again specifying black people because i can only speak from my experience as a viewer that is a black woman right who boy um and it's why it aggravates me every single time there is a white woman be it there well-intentioned or not in our dms talking about if you feel like the show is so racist and it makes you so uncomfortable then why do you watch it maybe the show is just for white people Mm. i think that was a good impersonation of a white woman Mm. um yeah that's why i get so tired of it it's like it's not just a show for you yeah exactly and if you feel like it is it does not have to stay that way right Hundred percent. Especially mm-hmm. if people that look like minorities are minorities, are in disenfranchised bodies, are queer like us, get to go on the show. We deserve to have our stories told in the fullness of our humanity, just as you do. Hundred percent. So shout out to Riley and Marissa. Shout out to Riley meet and his Marissa. mama. Yes. Meet her family. Mm-hmm. Marry her. Have her babies. Stay together forever. I love black love. Mic drop. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. (laughs) But actually, maybe, because that's where my notes ended. When I was watching for the second time, I didn't get past that part. So I don't know what else Um, happened. (laughs) That's fair. We don't have much to, to go through after this. First of all, Ed is 37. Ed? I would like to say that. Ed is 37. 37? Ooh. I would like us to say My audio that. levels Ed. are about to be loud for that part. Sorry, y'all. 37? Yeah. Andrew said it. Andrew was like, wait, Ed is 37? I was like, excuse me? What? And he was like, it said it on the screen. 37. Lord. Um, found. I just, I just, that was in my notes. And that's not really, it's just wow. a fun, uh, it's, a, it's a good trivia crack question, I think. Trivia crack. Wow. Throwback. I said trivia um, quack. Okay. Anyways. Um, same thing. But, um, it's the, time for baby. It's time for that tropical storm that I predicted. Oh, uh, the tropical storm where Tia is overly dramatic. Yes. Okay. So I will say as they start announcing this tropical storm, right, they have, obviously, I'm assuming the first AD come in or the second AD. It's two white men. Mm-hmm. But essentially come AD, in, like, assistant director, are, for those people who are like, what is she talking about? Yes. Um, essentially, they're running point. They're probably a head producer also on this reality TV show. Um, but they're in charge yeah. of keeping people safe. Yeah. Um, they run shit. So it was interesting to see it's two people holding space in white 
male presenting bodies. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they identify. Um, and I definitely don't know if they're, you know, straight or not. But they came on and bro was like, we feel it is unsafe for you to be here. And mm-hmm. we get a cut to um, them kind of recapping the couples that exist. So we've got Noah and Abigail worrying about separating Serena, P, and Joe. Um, Marissa and Riley. Kenny and Mari. I'm doing this from memory. Um, they don't, what I do identify is they don't acknowledge Becca and Thomas. This entire episode, every time they recap what couple Real, exist, real, yeah, they don't. Mm-mm. They don't say Becca and Thomas. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. And obviously intentional, but okay. Uh-huh. Um, but the producers amping, uh, amping, amping up this storm mm. kind of has me weak. Yeah. Uh, getting a, a view at the couple's. I can't remember what storm. I remember the storm because mm-hmm. it's also it, it's semi affected where my family lives uh, in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being like, oh, like there's a tropical storm coming. And it just it didn't end up being that bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Which, that bad. God, yeah. God bless it. Thank yeah. the Lord. Mm-hmm. But the fake thunder. OK, it was too the, much. It was the a CGI clouds. Yeah. Hyperlapse speed. <laughs> it was essentially like they. OK, so I feel I mean, I don't really know the, the extent of the living quarters, but like they're not sleeping outside, but like they kind of sleeping outside. Like they're like it's, it's not like they're in like on the beach. Yeah. Like they're not like in a hotel like they don't like go to their hotel like it's still like if exposed. there was a rogue wave it yeah. absolutely would not have been safe for them to yeah there, so i feel sure. like it's like they're like oh it's gonna rain like pretty bad tonight so like it's probably just better for y'all to be inside there's gonna be some flooding for sure yeah so we're gonna take you guys up the hill right to the resort and put everybody in a block of rooms that we ordered. right that's what Exa- actually that's happened. what it was like they're all like oh i'm not gonna see you blah blah so tia's li- tia is really freaking out like girl you it will be fine. It wasn't Hurricane Ida. It was not Hurricane Ida. You're going to be fine. Calm down. They not... Listen, this this franchise is not going to let anything happen to you. Um, and, and so... As someone who grew up with hurricanes, like, you truly do not ever know. Well, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I know you have experience with Hurricane uh, Katrina. Mm-hmm. My family has been hit really bad, both, like, in Florida and in Virginia by... I mean, I could list them. I was just going through pictures of a hurricane that we suffered... Um, when I was uh, younger, mm-hmm. and I remember us like not having power for weeks, and then having to go down to Florida to help our my grandparents mm-hmm. rebuild. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like this was it was just it was a tropical storm. They knew they had to get them out of harm's way because liability purposes. Mm-hmm. And T was like, "Yo, like we could die." Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like, "I'm worried about being alive, girl. You will what? be fine. Like, calm down, calm, take a breath." And then we got PAs running downstairs and i was like slow your ass down because if you fall and someone right. has to file an incident report because you couldn't sit your ass down exactly somewhere, exactly that's like, gonna add more hours to the day they um, yeah they really was doing the most and and for Serena me p and joe are making out in the corner with a cameraman like what's happening yeah i don't know it was too much i mean honestly for me like i was thinking um i would have just i mean sure they're like i oh, you don't know, like, we don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be such a bad storm. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I would have, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe I wouldn't have known, but I would have been like, we're going to be fine. And honestly, I'm excited to go sleep in a nice hotel bed. 
Like, I just would have been and like, what they would not have done was air you saying that. No, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't. I would. And that's the thing. I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have Piper mm-hmm. and Brendan said my most inner thoughts that don't nobody need to hear. I would have kept that in my mind and been like, oh, no, we have to go to up, up the hill. But like in my mind, yeah. I'm like, I'm about to give me a bubble bath. I'm about to just come back I was refreshed. Though, yeah, but I will say, you know, because you know, you see James and the boys talking. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, if we don't make it, I'll see you on the other side. That was weird. I was just like, huh? Yeah, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> it sounded like something. I, you know how I'm always like, see you on the other side of the war. Yeah. Um, like, but they seem serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I don't know how much information they were truly privy to, but um, they're not, production's not going to keep them in harm's way. No. That's simply against union protocol, and this is a unionized show. Yeah, but I mean, but they're not union, so they technically could. The play, yeah, (laughs) of the the people on the show for right now, because they are putting things in place where folks on reality television can get their SAG cards. Mm -hmm. It's pissing me off. Mm -hmm. Um. Because I think that's bullshit. I just do. Yeah. I'm in way too much debt from, and I've worked way too, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to sound like a gatekeeper. Yeah. But if you're telling me that after everything I've ever gone through, that you could just go on a reality television show and get your union card, I will cry. Yeah. I will cry. Yeah. <laughs> because God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why unions are so elitist, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, either way, that's a different tangent, a different conversation for a different day. Mm-hmm. Um, they clearly left their cameras on the beach to try and get like some effects, like yeah. the things falling down. I was curious. I would love your thoughts. I wrote this question down. Um, why was everyone talking about not seeing one another again? Because they like, thought they was gonna, they thought production was gonna be shut them. down. Yeah, but it's like okay, so I go home, right. and if I connect, like as far as I'm concerned, say my name is Marissa and my boy is Riley, right? Like okay, great, I'm gonna book a flight to see you, exactly. Bro. Yeah, like what's I already took off of work for the next two weeks, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, interesting. I didn't, I didn't really catch that, so. Um, that's interesting. But yeah, they definitely would have seen each other again. You're just not going to be in paradise anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they come the back. The doors being oh. pushed shut. I'm just, I just wanted to highlight this. Okay. There's this moment where the doors are like slamming uh-huh. from the entrance to paradise. You can see the shadow of human beings behind them. Oh, <laughs> I so, believe that. Yeah. Shout out to those two PAs that pushed the door shut for dramatic right. effect. Good for job. dramatic effect. Love it. Um, but yeah, then they come back in the morning. They're like, we're back. We're like, we knew y'all was going to be back. Um, I hope y'all slept good in them, them plush hotel beds, um, resort beds. But yeah, they come back and essentially paradise is Lil back John on. Lil John said, there. We having a daytime rose ceremony, bitch. We don't right. waste too much time. Exactly. I know when they were, for too long. when they were coming up for that rose ceremony, I was like, it is 10 a.m. I was like, it it's is 10 a.m. Early. For sure. <laughs> like, um, and they all come back. They have, they need to give enough time for the producers and PAs to get everyone's stuff back in their room so everyone can do their makeup and get their yeah. outfits set. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love that they tried to show us like the damage of the right. storm, and it's like now I know damn well you did not have them coming back to this chaos. I know right. you had no, to clean up. absolutely. Don't do this. Yeah. Um, but you know, Ivan Sweet Bean is talking about there aren't too many girls up for grabs today, mm-hmm. which is rough. Because I was just like, wait, what? Don't say that. Right, not <laughs> up for grabs. Like yeah. Mm-mm. Um, and we get the conversation with Lil John where everyone is kind of breaking down how they were like, how yeah, they feel. We, say we love each other. Right. Marissa's like, that's Joseph, my man. That's my man. That's mm-hmm. my boo. Right. <laughs> he exactly. like me. I like him too. I don't know if those are the lyrics to the song. I don't know either. We don't know. We're not TikTok people. Um, Either way, that's his shout out, Princess Nokia. That is Marissa's man. Mm-hmm. Joe and Serena talk about their love. Joe seems to go on quite a tangent, but once again, yeah. far as I'm concerned, this is his show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This show belongs to Blue Lives Matter Joe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really hope that that's not rooted in any truth. I truly hope that he's had some time to reassess even if he has family in law enforcement yeah um has had time to reassess what the actual movement is about right um when it pertains to people trying to check defund and reassess how policing operates in america Mm -hmm. um i have not said that yet but i do i hope that that's a thing yeah absolutely um as he as we watch him date a a girl of color yeah even if she's from canada like they Uh have issues with racism and police brutality up there too uh whatever what uh damar and tia are talking about effort yes uh tia says how you feeling Uh, you know i'm putting in uh and damar is like you know i'm putting in my effort and tia says well what about you blake yeah. You put in any effort today? Yep. And they was like, oh, that's our cue to go. We're going to let y'all talk. And Joe Blake- was like, we have to leave. It's time. Right. And and Blake, ugh, this conversation annoyed me so much. Like, I don't even really remember it because I was just so annoyed that I feel like I probably blocked it from my memory. But this man, like, really thought he was going to come up in here, tatty daddy, with his tattoos and his beard um and his supposed good looks and just like not have to do anything and then just mm-hmm. just you know skate through paradise and i will say there was a interesting post from not date card the podcast mm-hmm. with with our homies um mm-hmm. but there's another date card podcast okay. uh, by two black women. Okay. Um, or at least they, they look black from their sure. images. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's date card dish. Okay. And they had sent out a tweet. Um, also go follow them. You know, uh, they seem to be uh, a new podcast and mm-hmm. you know, we love uh, the more black women in this space, the better. Right. We are not the only black women that exist in this right. sphere. In fact, the way in which we exist is because black women have paved the way for black podcasters to right. talk about Bachelor Nation. Absolutely. Um, shout out to the Bachelorettes mm-hmm. and and two black girls, one rose, two podcasts mm-hmm. that I know um, existed before our time, and without mm-hmm. them, I don't think we would be here. You know. Right. Um, that's a tiny side cha- uh, mm-hmm. tangent, but uh, whatever. Uh, Tia and Blake, their tweet said, 
you know, uh, excuse me, but I feel like T and Blake don't know each other well enough to be arguing like this. And I was like, that is mm. T. And they had a little uh, gif of Felicia Rashad mm-hmm. filing her nails mm-hmm. and looking up real suspiciously. And I was like, make it make sense. Mm. It's either y'all were talking before this. Yeah. <clears throat> we're trying to create a storyline for mm-hmm. Tia. Yeah. Or y'all are weird. Yeah. Which is it? Yeah, no, that's that's very interesting. Hmm. I wonder. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I I could see. I mean, I'm sure that they probably have had like maybe little conversations on little Instagram conversation, or thing. Sure. But I mm-hmm. but I feel like with the way that their date went, if 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 from what we're seeing, if the way that their date went and he hasn't pulled her to have a conversation since then. Yeah, then yes, I could weird. I could see I could see where this conversation would be would be valid like justified. Um mm. but we don't know. Like maybe they have had conversations and so then it does feel like where is this coming from? I don't know. I, I could no, see No, I, I think there's something to to what you're saying. Absolutely. Mm. If we have not talking and talking talk what's that? <laughs> If we have not talked in the week since our date, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Yeah. If we have not talked since we went to the hotel rooms because they gave us a blocked off rooms where only the women could be around the women and yeah. only the men's could be around the men's, that's another thing. Right. It's still, I don't know why it felt so contrived to me. I don't, I don't understand. Hmm. Um... I, I think I just couldn't understand the notion. I, I get the idea of wanting to be pursued and chosen. Yeah. I also understand that notion of being fought for is not necessarily cute. It's like, okay, if you wanted to talk to me that bad, then you could have just talked to me. Yeah. But as they were talking to each other and Blake was like, I'm only here for you. Uh-huh. Like, you're the only reason I'm still here. I don't want to talk to anybody else but you. It's just like, okay, so did you not talk to her? Have you not tried to engage yeah. with her since? Did you think, oh, I'm just, I'm good now that we've had this date? Yeah. You know, what, like, if there is fruit from what Tia is saying, like, obviously you guys aren't on the same page. Yeah. I just can't suss out the why, because it seems like she would say one thing, he would respond with something that did not actually correlate and so it was just like two, it was oil and water. Yeah. There was no way to mix. There yeah. was no way to mix. Yeah. I feel like So he, maybe you're right. He just wanted to come onto the beach to have a good I think, time. I think he maybe came on for a good time. I think he maybe came on for clout. I think he was, what, a night one guy who went home. So On Claire's season. Yeah. I the only reason I know who he is is because I looked him up. Yeah. I think that maybe. When he, I was doing, like, research on the season preview. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that. Whew. Good night, Moon. Right, dear Lord, I didn't wake up at five a.m. I did. Um. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Their 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 fight was interesting. I was like I said, his voice to me does not match his body whatsoever. Um. It's oh, very. God. It's very. The juxtaposition is baffling to me. Um. Oh. So that's interesting. But I mean, so that that's happens, I guess it still feels super irrelevant to me. I super irrelevant. Again, feel like they need a storyline for yeah. Tia because she is a veteran. I yeah. feel like they're creating storylines on purpose for veterans 
even if Blake did just come over here for some good times and right. some drinks with the bros. Yeah. Um, oh, so last I, but I not least, we get into okay. <laughs> oh, Chelsea. And she's living. She Chelsea is living on this, and I'm like, yup, she's living. Yup. So yes, thrive, sis, thrive. So yeah, I mean, Ivan essentially goes to talk to Chelsea, mm-hmm. and Chelsea, after talking with a Aaron, after talking and James, with Aaron and James, saying like, I don't have anybody to talk to. Like, I'm not. I don't which, see myself going. I'm on Ivan's side there. I have sure. no obligations to, t- like, are we friends? Are we besties? Do right. I know you? Like, I don't really have, like, I'm not going to come. If you're not actually someone I'm in relationship with and I'm on an island and the intent is to date, like, a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like your relationship is that serious. Right. Um, Then I... I don't know. I don't quite understand the obligation that Ivan would have had to right. talk um, to Aaron before saying he wanted to talk to Chelsea. Yeah. I don't even know if Ivan expected the conversation to, exactly. with Chelsea to go the to way go that it went. Way. Yeah. I think he was just trying to be like, hey, do you want to talk? Like, yeah. We've absolutely. been on the island for a little bit and, and I'm we... not tied to nobody right now, but I do think you're cute. Yeah. And, and like they know, e- like they knew each other before coming here. Like they were people who had like hung out in group settings, you know, like they've been at events together and stuff. So they're like, so that's why Chelsea was like, I mean, we're homies. Like, like, like we, we just, we hang out. But then it was yeah, like, we hang out. Well, can I this be something more? More, precisely. Which, sure, it could be rose hunting all day long. Yeah. But afterwards, then maybe an hour or two later, because this is a long ass fucking cocktail party, yeah. I might pull Aaron aside and be like, hey, dude, so I just wanted to let you know. I talked to Chelsea. We kids. Yeah. But no, that's not how this show operates. You can see in the fucking background a producer walking off from Aaron and James as if they've said, hey, sit here. Yeah. Aaron, uh, Ivan and Chelsea are about to have this conversation. Right. Yeah, they're literally staring yeah. right at them as they're like, talking, and then they start kissing, and they're like, of course, Aaron's in his feelings. But, like, also... We, we haven't seen Aaron and Chelsea really talk, so we also don't really know if Aaron even liked Chelsea. He just trying to hang out with James. <laughs> Precisely. Like, this entire Aaron and Chelsea storyline where it's like, okay, it seems like Aaron at least thinks she's hot. He thinks she's hot and sweet. He has called her sweet at least 20 times. <laughs> those are, yes. The, those are, he has the same three adjectives yeah. for her, and what is actually being threatened is his ego. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's not his interest because he doesn't say one goddamn thing about Chelsea when he talks to Ivan. No. He doesn't say one goddamn thing about Chelsea when he's talking to James. Yeah. He's talking about Ivan and how he's a snaky little bitch bag. Right. You're yeah. not actually interested in protecting your relationship with this this woman. Yeah. You're interested in protecting your ego and making sure you don't look like a weak bitch because you just got embarrassed by somebody else on the island. Like, that's what you don't want to happen again. But you also aren't actually putting in the effort because Chelsea has said on the show, I don't really know where me and Aaron stand. Right. Exactly. You're not, you feel like you don't have to put in the effort. You feel like it's a shoe and bag and you're here for a good time. Yeah. 100%. Which sucks because I really want to hold space for Aaron to be the funny character that he is. But every time he talks, I'm like, you are, this is misogyny. Yeah. It's 
riddled with ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the toxic masculinity is just dripping. And I'm just like, you can be better than this. I know, right. I know you can be better yeah. than, than this, baby. What's yeah. Because if a woman was talking like this on this show, then what? Right, exactly. If a woman of color was talking like this, let me be real specific. Mm-hmm. If a woman of color, right, because Aaron is a man of color, yeah. was talking like this on a show, then what? If a white man was talking like Aaron, mm-hmm. then what? Yeah. What behaviors do we continue to permit on shows like these? And when do we use them as a means to proffer a narrative about people of color? What are we watching? Yeah. Um, so I also want to highlight a lot of the conversation between Aaron and James. We don't see any of the lines that they're saying. Sure. To yeah. Yeah. We don't see their mouths moving. Right. So always be, just, always be just cognizant stay. of that. Yeah, that's a good word. That's one um, of my faves, cognizant. Yeah. James, cognizant, that's a good word. Um, James says, well, why don't you go talk to him about it? And Aaron says, I bet. Right. Or that, yes, I bet. Yeah. Um, we hear him saying he's a desperate little bitch boy. Be a little bitch to me and lie to my fucking face. It's still, it's once again, just not about Chelsea. No, Uh, he's talking about how Ivan's built like a chopstick, which is not true. Not true. He might be shorter than you, but right. But he's tall. Like, cause I remember when he showed up to the, to the Island, everybody was like, Ivan's a lot taller than I expected. Like, yeah, I think he gives off short boy vibes, but he was standing next to Chelsea. And I was like, you guys have to. Yeah. I'm like, I think Ivan's like a good six foot. Like I think he's tall and Aaron's probably like six, two, you know, (laughs) Just got a good two inches. Yeah. Like, um, Aaron comes and says, can I have a quick word? Uh, and I would say, yeah, come Come on. on. (laughs) It was like, no, you come here. Come here. And honestly, I'm with Ivan because who the fuck are you talking to? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Excuse me. What do you mean? Come over there. Are you going to beat my ass? Right. your uh, energy is already wrong. Do you yeah, want to have a conversation like you or want, do you want to fight me? Right. You want to talk to me so like you can't come up to me. You can't at least come up to me and be like, hey, can we talk over here? You're going to stand over there and yell so everybody can hear you. Can I have a quick word? I so you could like a- mark your a- territory. Ron's intention was like, you've disrespected me, so you need to come to me so I can mark my territory. Right. And it's like, no, baby, that's not how that's working. Mm-hmm. Bring that ass over here, boy. Exactly. Exactly. Like... Well, we're both grown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so as Aaron, Aaron is talking to him, it's just very evident. He has no interest in having a conversation. He has no uh, interest in being disrespectful because he yeah. feels disrespected. Yeah. Um, and Ivan, we have to remember. Okay. Is Ivan from Houston? Uh, I don't remember. Is he from H-Town? I, feel, I know he's from Texas. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't really don't well, remember. But we just have to remember where Ivan is from. Ivan ain't no bitch. Right. No, he's not. I he's do not. think that Ivan, as sweet as he may be, he could be a, a aeronautics. What is it? He's an engineer, a engineer for Na- NASA or some shit. Mm-hmm. He absolutely can still be about that life. I absolutely. Think that yeah. Ivan is about that action. And I absolutely believe he would have beat Aaron's ass. Oh, 100%. I have, I do not think that Aaron, th- no, I don't, 
I think Aaron thinks he can take. Yeah, no, I don't think Aaron. I mean, not that like laying your hands on someone is something to be proud of, but I'm like, I don't think that Aaron has ever been in any physical altercation. No, but if his teeth is too pretty, I do. I do think he would get embarrassed. Oh, he would. And he knows that. It's not, and I'm not, yeah, like you just said, we're not saying put your hands on people. Not at all. Right, right. But if there was a fight, if they did decide to have a group date and they wanted to put Ivan and Aaron in the ring together, I do believe Ivan would surprise everyone. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I call it the smart boy rage. There's always one, Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I grew up in honors classes. There's always Mm -hmm. one smart boy where, like, the guys think they can pick on him Mm -hmm. that absolutely would end them. Right. Humble them very quickly with a quick one-two. Yeah. And I say that because I was that girl. Uh, Right. (laughs) Someone thought they could take advantage of me, and I fought, I fought back. Yeah. Um... Once again, not in, like, do not condone violence mm-hmm. um, at all. I do think they absolutely, like, this should not have been a potential fight at all. No. Where's, where's security? Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Separate them. Yeah. Immediately. I, I appreciate the, that Damar, that's something else I noticed. Damar was right there right. on Ivan's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, James was a little further back. Oh, James James and Aaron are too pretty. They are really not trying to like they'll they'll be talking. They will say some some shit. They will that talk they, as they're lifting weights yeah. just so they could have a good Instagram picture. Yeah, but I'm like they are not getting at any altercation to where their Physical pretty teeth or a pretty face can get messed up. No. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Um, it ends on a true what the fuck. Because, right. like, I don't know. We see Riley's, uh, like, Aaron's like, why are you raising your voice at me? And, or, and <laughs> Riley says, because I feel like it was good. Right. But to Thomas, I'm like, wait, why are we all at a oh, time? Is he, ta- no, I don't think he's talking to Thomas. I think he's talking to Aaron. I think Thomas is there. Oh. Wait, What? I mean, Wait, when, in, yeah, in, that, in that clip, you can only see Riley and Thomas. So I can see Riley and Thomas. I think Thomas is trying to... Be the barricade. Like, intervene. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Precise. Like, that's what I thought. That makes sense. I thought I heard I Aaron's was... voice saying, why are you yelling at me? Oh, that could... Be, I wasn't paying attention to that. I was just looking visually, using my visual cues. Um, but... No, that makes sense. So, yeah, it's going to so, be... We'll, I mean, we'll see. It'll be, like, what, the first three minutes of chaos, and yeah. then we'll have Wells and Ivan sit down to talk about something that went around the system at the hotel. Right. Something happened. Wells is in the principal... Ivan in the principal's office, or Principal Wells. He said, tell me what you had done. What Like, he said, he said you better tell me, or I'm going to find out some other way. Is he going to come from you, or it's going... or if it's it if it if it comes from someone if else, he goes. He's like, I think you would rather it come from you, because if it come from someone else, that's gonna hurt you, you know. Are like you that's when you're a conversation you've had a, with a principal. I feel like that's what the principal, your mama, your dad, whoever. They like they already didn't know what happened, and so they're mm-hmm. like, either you could tell me, or I could find out from somebody else. 
But if you go, if you're not gonna tell me, and you're just gonna sit here and lie about it, that's gonna be worse for you. So what? Do you we have anything to tell bitch, me? Because guess what? What's done in the dark will come to the light. Amen. Every time. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Amen. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see because, and I can see they're trying to contrive some sort of. I think they're trying to play us because they show Chelsea going like, "What? Like, yeah. oh my gosh! Like, you know." So I wonder if Ivan ends up being a like a, a home send off. People yeah. are talking about like maybe Ivan had sex with somebody at the hotel. I was like, whoa, whoa okay, what? wait a minute. I was thinking more like maybe he got access to his phone and started yeah, talking what? to somebody back at home. At the hotel. Oh, wow. Yeah, interesting. Or, or you know, somebody else was like, I think Aaron did something at the hotel, and I'm like, are you telling me that these people are held so hostage in this franchise that when they were at the hotel, they couldn't engage with their cell phones to check in on their loved ones? To be like, hey, tropical storm hit. We are safe. We are fine. You're telling me they didn't get to hang out with each other, have breakfast with each other. Like, what? Yeah. What could have possibly happened at this hotel that is so bad that will end up with Ivan sending himself home? Right. Or getting kicked off. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Which is why I'm intrigued in this. Once again, Ivan, if if you're here or any listeners that want to hop in Ivan's DMs, if you want to talk to us, interesting. It would be it would be an honor and a fucking privilege. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he was dating one of the one of the PAs, one of the producers, you know, and they had a little moment okay. at the hotel. That's happened in some season. I don't remember what season it was, but it did I feel happen. Like Ivan's just such a hopeless romantic that he he would need the connection before a random hookup. But that's right? but that's what I'm saying. Like maybe it was a like I think whenever it happened in the past season, I truly don't remember what season it was, but there was like a contestant on the show who had like essentially always been talking to one of the producers or PAs or something. And I think that they maybe hooked up or something and everyone was like, y'all are clearly dating. So like go home and they went home. I don't remember what season that was, but I remember that happened. Um, so yeah, well, that's it. That's it. Um, it's going to be an interesting three hours next week. I'm really I'm not prepared this because guess what? I think I'm, yeah, I'll be in tech. I will be in tech rehearsal. I'm really not prepared for three hours. I really, and they better not try to give us another three hours the next week. They better oh, not. Jesus um, so yeah, that'll be, but does that mean we get two weeks off before Michelle season starts. I hope so. Oh my God. I hope so. Please. So, that would be nice. Um, we can only hope. But yeah, that's that's that. That's that episode. So Yeah. It was interesting, I guess. I think the only important things that happened were Riley and Marissa, Kim yeah. and Mari, and Ivan and A.A. Ron. Yeah. A.A. Really. Ron, don't act like you about that action. It's okay. Don't. Right. Exactly. Uh, Chelsea, live your life, honestly. Chelsea's dude. living I hope her you life. And Damar are together. I hope you and Damar are together. Yeah, that would be precious. That would be yeah, we love that. Um, okay. Until next time. Until next time. Wow. We're getting really good at this. Really good and concise. So you're welcome to all of you listeners. Um, <laughs> but like always, we appreciate y'all. Please um, leave a little comment, a little comment, a little rating, a little, you know, this and that. We will actually have our teaser episodes out for public viewing once again, because as you know, that's been drama. 
Um, All of our episodes have been lost. That is true. Yeah, it's tragic. We don't need to talk about it because we'll cry. Um, but yeah, so those previews will be out for the public. So if your friends are like, hmm, I don't know if I want to join Patreon, be like, well, listen to a teaser and you know that they don't want to hear the whole thing. Um, so yeah, that's that. But we love y'all. We appreciate you. Let us know if you guys are interested in us doing um, some informational resource like forward episodes yeah. dealing with current events. Mm-hmm. We would love to know if you're down for that. We've heard that there might be some interest there. So if yeah. we, you want us to lean into that sphere, you know we already doing the work. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, yeah, let us know. Other than that, thank you for being here. And we'll do some shout outs of some of our new patrons next week. Yeah. Yes, we will. Yeah, that's exciting. Okay. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.